Punching Holes in the Darkness is a podcast by the Baptist State Convention of Michigan. It's an opportunity for pastors and leaders in Michigan churches to have their voices heard and to share how to best reach our mission field from Detroit to the Upper Peninsula. Welcome to another edition of Punching Holes in the Darkness. It's a podcast of the Baptist State Convention of Michigan, and it's made for pastors and leaders of our great state and others within this Baptist Zion. Pastors, leaders here in Michigan, just want to say hello to you today about and talk to you a little bit about what's been going on in our country in the last few weeks. We are on the other side of a, uh, a political storm, I guess you would call it, or a lot of changes that have taken place politically in the last few weeks or so forth. Some of those have been just really disconcerting and uh brought up a lot of questions about what we're going to do in the future, how we're going to handle things, where we're going as a, as a people and as a convention and how as we as pastors and leaders approach these issues that we're now facing. So today I've asked my friend uh, Harrison Smith to come and be with us and talk with us about some of the things that they may be able to help us with as we move forward. Harrison works with uh, uh, Alliance Defending Freedom. This is an organization that really came out of the heart of uh, focus on the family and some things that happened there. And and uh, as we all know, the, a great conservative Christian organization. Uh, and this now uh, Alliance Defending Freedom is, is so to speak our our partner, and we do partner with them very directly in helping us navigate legal and technical issues concerning matters in the law and our culture today. So, so Harrison, Hey, thanks buddy for being with us today. I, I appreciate you helping us out and, uh, uh, hanging out with us a bit. Uh, let me just give you a little bit of my perspective on what has been happening in the last few weeks and politically, uh, if, and I'm not taking a position, whether uh, if you might think it a political party or other, I don't do that. I've never done that, even though I have very personal and very strong uh, conservative convictions about those things. As your leader, I don't tell you which party to be part of, except the one that uh, the party of the lamb, the party of the elephant. Nope. Party of the donkey. Nope. Party of the lamb. Absolutely. Uh, we follow him, our Lord Jesus. So, and I've always told you guys, just vote biblical conviction, just true biblical conviction and follow that and you'll do well. But on the other side of that, our culture has shifted dramatically and changed. And we saw here in Michigan, some uh, very, what I believe, uh, very liberal and left leaning and ungodly things happen. But uh, that does not mean that our ministry and what we do is over. In fact, it's just getting uh, it's getting started and and beginning. Uh, some of you have, uh, have said, Pastor, I'm just so depressed. I am just in such despair over this thing. Well, listen, I I believe you ought to be grieved as we all are, and and grief is is appropriate when you have the death of something or hurt or pain. There's grief, but despair, no. I, I don't know about you guys. You, I've read the book. I've read all of it all the way to the end. I found out something. We win. That does not mean we will not go through problems. It does not mean we will not suffer difficulties and trials while we're here. In fact, the scripture tells us 
absolutely we will suffer those things. But he also tells us in the word on many occasions that we're just to occupy the place that God's given us, that we're to make our stand and we're to lift the light in a world of darkness. So Harrison, tell us a little bit about your perspective on all this and uh, what's going on in our, our state and particularly in our nation, if you can. Yeah, that's a, hope y'all got a few hours because it's a lot to cover. Um, I would say in, in, in short, um, the easiest way to sum it up would be that the two categories we're seeing the most change are sexual orientation, gender identity, and then obviously life. Uh, in Michigan with Prop 3, that was a huge disappointment. We saw disappointments across the country uh, with either a very aggressive abortion law being passed um, or amendments being made. And then on the flip side, there were opportunities in states to pass pro-life legislation or amendments to the to their constitution, and those were not passed. Um, so it was a it was a, a pretty uh, devastating week as far as life is concerned, um, which, as you said, should grieve us. But it also, as you said, shouldn't surprise us. We live in a kind of a post-Christian world. Uh, we shouldn't be surprised when post-Christian, uh, anti-Christian things happen. So the life issue is a major one. And then, as I mentioned, sexual orientation, gender identity uh, is another major one. And that's, you know, everything from the Equality Act, which uh, may be back on the table here soon, um, to the Respect for Marriage Act, which, you know, depending on when you're tuning in to this, uh, may be vo- or may be voted on today on whether they will actually take a vote. Um, so we need to be in prayer for that. And then on, you know, the local and state level, uh, there are what we call SOGI laws, Sexual Orientation, Gender Identity, Non-Discrimination Acts um, that basically say, even as a Christian, as a ministry, as a church, you are not allowed to discriminate in employment, housing, and public accommodations against someone's sexual orientation and gender identity. And there are laws across the country where these are very aggressive. Uh, These are the laws that... um, People like Jack Phillips, the Colorado cake artist, is getting sued under. And, you know, the florists and the photographers, you've heard of all of those cases. Those are those are happening downstream of these SOGI laws. And so at ADF, that is a major part of um, the, the lawsuits that we're fighting are trying to overturn those. Now, some positive things in that regard, you know, Jack Phillips won his first case. You may not know there was a second lawsuit. He got wrapped up and they got dropped. And now we're still arguing a third lawsuit. We've been arguing on his behalf for 10 years. uh, And it's because this Soji law in Colorado continues to exist. Well, on December 5th, we'll be arguing before the U.S. Supreme Court in our 303 Creative case. 303 Creative is a website designer company uh, run by a believer, and that is an offensive case going after this SOGI law to say this is unconstitutional. It's not okay to have this happen to people like Jack Phillips, and this website designer is saying, I would be subject to this law if I don't do same-sex wedding websites. I want to do websites for marriages and tell those stories. Well, under the SOGI law, I'd have to tell stories I disagree with, like same-sex weddings. Uh, and so she's uh, she's attacking that law, going after it in the court, saying it's unconstitutional. And the Supreme Court will hear that case uh, December 5th. So please be in prayer for that case, because that's not just a Colorado issue. 
that could signal right. to every other state that these laws are not okay and could open up potential lawsuits for us to overturn them in other states. Yeah. Part of the modus operandi that many of these agendas have who are, are, are particularly with the, the gender identity and the sexual identity and so forth, they will just bring one suit after another from different kinds and different perspectives and different individuals, one after another, just to beat down individuals who have a moral standing. Yep. And so that's part of how they, they're, uh, how they function and what they do. They may never win or they may just winning uh, the court cases, but their purpose and their kind of what they're thinking is, well, if we can just beat them down long enough, maybe they'll just quit and they'll quit and they'll stop doing that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, to expand on that, you know, they, they may sue you knowing they're wrong. Oh, yes, knowing, absolutely. Knowing they'll lose in court, but they can outlast you because they have more money. More money and more time yep. and more people who are in the these little mom and pop couples, you know, running a store, individuals, uh, single uh, owners uh, who are doing everything they can, everything they can to make a decent, godly living. And they're being attacked uh, just unmercifully by these on the outside. And we should understand and know that it's going to get worse and there are going to be more of those. Uh, but we, we just need some help in standing up against these kind of things and defending the weakest among us and the least among us and helping them out. And that's where you guys come in, uh, at Alliance uh, defending freedom. You help us and you've helped many of those. How many cases have you guys taken and followed all the way to the Supreme court? Uh, dozens that we've taken to the Supreme Court, um, but as far as the, you know, the the number that we've either directly won or you know been a part of that victory, because we work with other law firms. So if sure. you work with another law firm, we'll fund it. We'll help on strategy. We'll do moot courts. We'll do all kinds of stuff to help. Um, we've now been a part of uh, over seventy three. Supreme Court case victory since 94. So that's that's for you football fans. That's like 73 Super Bowls since 93. So I, yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know how good your team is, but I don't know if their record. Uh, they won two in a row. Wait, the, the Lions have won two in a row here it's in Michigan. True. It's true. So which is miraculous in and of itself. But that's another <laughs> story. But but you're, you're correct. Uh, what, the reason I bring that up and I want our, our listeners to understand and our, our leaders out there, uh, we're dealing with top notch professionals that really do a good job and know what they're doing and have been doing it for some time. And if uh, you have questions or issues, uh, we already partner with uh, ADF. And uh, in fact, we, we do that financially as, as partnership, which helps you uh, as our pastors, uh, part of here at the Baptist State Convention in Michigan, to get a discount with them. But before we get back, I want to talk a little bit about Send Network Michigan. You know, we have partnered together with our national organization, the uh, North American Mission Board and their SIN Network. And we are as part of that SIN Network here in Michigan. 
And there's many things that God's given us the opportunity to do in planting churches, helping strengthen churches, and just reach out beyond our four walls and get into the world that God has called us to reach. So if you want to know more about what it means to plant a church or to be part of planting a church and maybe supporting others that are planting churches, just contact us and say, hey, I want to know more about Send Network Michigan, and we'd love to tell you all about it. Tell us about some of the things that you could help my pastors with in a local church here in Michigan and uh, what what you provide for them. Yeah. So uh, to kind of connect the dots with what we were just talking about in the church, because in the specific example I just happened to bring up was Jack Phillips, you know, a small ma and pa cake shop owner who operates out of a strip mall in the, you know, burbs outside Denver. How does that relate to me as a pastor or my, what we're doing here in Michigan? Well, we've been, th- that's just, you know, a very easy case that most people are familiar with, but it's, it's an example of the larger issues that's going on. And really a lot of this stuff changed, particularly for the church and ministry in 2015, when same-sex marriage came down from the U.S. Supreme Court in the Obergefell decision. And at that point, you know, uh, well, let me say this up to that point, everything that ADF had done was more or less defensive. So you got in trouble, you had an issue, you called ADF, you were already in a lawsuit, we came in, we were attorneys, and that was our ministry. Well, in 2015, with the Bergefell coming down, we started getting hundreds of calls from pastors and ministers and Christian schools and universities and seminaries going, okay, we don't have a legal problem yet, but we see where the culture is going. We see how these mm-hmm. laws are changing. Absolutely. We're hearing all these stories. So what do we need to do to prepare for that day? Because we're not going to change our conviction. The culture is obviously changing their convictions, but we're going to stay true to what God's word is calling us to. So we know it's just a matter of time before we kind of butt heads with the culture. How do we prepare? And at that point, again, circa 2015, 2016, ADF really didn't have an answer. Um, So the solution we came up with was this church alliance program, which is the the partnership that we have uh, there with you in the the state. And it's a, a annual membership focused on getting you prepared both proactively and reactive help in these issues where the culture is changing. So the first thing that we do is um, is an audit of your documents. So your documents are evidence in court, and those are the most proactive. That's the most proactive thing that you can do as far as um, preparing yourself. The documents, and now when I say documents, I mean your your constitution, your bylaws, your statement of faith, your anything employment related or facility use related. Those all have religious liberty implications. And so what we need to do is we need to go through those and update them with your theology. If you want to be able to grab religious liberty protections, you need to share in your documents what your religious convictions are and get those interwoven into, again, your constitution, your bylaws, statement of faith, because that your documents share with the court and the public, here's who we are, what we do, why we do it, how we do it. So if your documents, you haven't touched them since the 1980s, you look like a church operating in the 1980s, not dealing with the issues we're dealing with in 2022 and 23, which is marriage, life, Absolutely. Gender, family, sexuality. So, and, and, and Harrison, one of the things we encourage our church to do, and I know you will do is the same, 
you know, the Baptist Faith and Message 2000, which is our national uh, statement of faith, so to speak, with Southern Baptists, we encourage every one of our churches to incorporate that into their documents, because it states very clearly many of these things that we're addressing right now and will help us uh, say that, hey, we're this is what we believe. This is our 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 religious theological conviction. This is not some political thing. This is our conviction. This is who we are. And that's what we stand on as uh, as Christians. So uh, that's one of the things that I know you're going to encourage them to do. Yep, it is. And, and we'll even go past that because what you know, one church, to get real specific, so what's your theology on gender? What does God's word say about gender? And then how does that lead you in your, how you operate on a Sunday or what you do with your youth group? If you're taking your kids to camp, how does that operate with cabin assignments? Or if someone starts walking into, as they are biologically male and start heading into the female's restroom and you don't have, you know, individual bathroom facilities, what's the policy? What happens there? Who says what? How do they say it? When do they say it? Who says it? And so you may have a large church that's got, you know, the ability to have separate restroom facilities, individual or a small church may not. So there is differentiation between what specifically your theology, how that plays out, and then what those policies should be. So we'll start with the faith and ba- uh, the, the, what you were just mentioning. And then we get that interworked into all those things. So we do that through a document review as soon as you come on board. And then you've got the, the confidence to know you've got all your I's dotted, your T's crossed. And, and, and that's not just from a legal perspective, right? There's the, yes, we, you need to be legally prepared should something get sideways. Because if you're not prepared, you may not have evidence in your favor. Right. But there's also the ministerial side of this, which I mentioned that example of, you know, I, I hope you pray that transgendered individuals and, and, and lesbian and gay individuals come to your churches. If they do, praise God. They're there. They yes. could be a lot of worse places. But once they're there, what do you do? How do you treat them? How are these things handled? What if they want to get baptized and it's a lesbian couple? What's your policy there? And are you ready to explain certain things? So those policies and documents aren't just legal. They're ministerial. So you're ready for everything. Yep. So that's the most proactive thing that you can do. And we can help you with that. Okay, good. So any comments? If, there, yeah, if, if any churches want to do that and uh, have uh, you do a review of their documents, of which we're, we're going to be sending you ours again. Uh, we're just going through and about to redo all of ours, but we want to send Great. them to you and let you check those out on the state level for us. Yep. Um, if a pastor wants to do that, a church needs to do that, how will they go about it? So the the process is you become a member, you get access to our portal where we've got sample documents and templates, we've got uh, legal updates, but that's also where you can fill out a form that basically just signals to the attorneys, hey, I'm ready to begin my document review. You send in what you've got, and we walk you through those to get everything up to date. And the turnaround time, you know, depending on how much you send us, is only a couple of weeks so we can get it turned around really quick. This isn't some six-month-long process. As soon as you send it to us, the turnaround time's really quick. Now, that document review is, I mentioned, the most the most proactive thing that you can do. But we, we don't just sell a document review one and done because these things are changing often. They're changing drastically. So really what we offer is not just that proactive help, but also reactive help. 
So as a member of the Church Alliance, uh, you'll get uh, unlimited access to the attorneys throughout the year. So you have a question, something comes up. Um, Tim, as you mentioned, y'all are kind of redoing some documents. So you need us to look at them again. You're never billed for anything. You pay that one-time membership fee for the beginning of the year, and it covers you for that year. And after that, you can use us, call us every day and get legal help if you needed it. And you're never billed. And if you've ever paid for an attorney, I mean, uh, top-notch attorney, you're paying five, six, seven hundred dollars per hour. Correct. We'll blow through that on just your document review. So even just that's worth the price of admission. But you get us unlimited um, throughout uh, the the year. And then two other things to mention, just really fast. You know, do you understand the changing laws? We've got resources. I mentioned that online portal. So not only do we have resources for you and templates for your documents, you know, some of our smaller churches are very document light and they go, we don't even have a statement on marriage and sexuality, or we don't even have a facility use policy or employment documents. Well, we've got those templates here on uh, our portal, which you'll get access to, but we've also got resources for your people. So you've got sitting in your pews on Sunday and Wednesday nights, you've got students, you've got uh, business owners, you've got medical professionals, creative professionals. You're hopefully preaching the gospel to them, and then they're going out to be a light in the darkness, and they're getting in trouble. So what are they allowed to do, not allowed to do? We've got resources that you then can tangibly hand them when they have problems, and then you can obviously point them to ADF if they need help. But this online portal has got all types of resources for you. And then lastly, and this has been our MO since the beginning, uh, a, a benefit of joining the Church Alliance is uh, financial resources, which is uh, through legal representation. If we had to go to court for your church, you're never billed for those hours. Again, uh, Jack Phillips, 10 years, all the way up to the Supreme Court, millions of dollars of legal fees, three different lawsuits. He's never paid us a dime. And that's all because ADF is supported by uh, very generous donors who make all of that possible. Well, Harrison, I, this is, I think, is exactly what our pastors and leaders need. You know, I, I've always said I, ministry is great as long as I can focus on ministry. But if I am just distracted by all of this other stuff, I get weary and tired as a pastor. And some, and most of these things I haven't got a clue about. Yeah. So this will give us a great opportunity to let ADF really f- do the heavy lifting on things that could take our attention away from the gospel and the church and let you prepare us and protect us so that we can do ministry. And, and that's really what we say around here. It's all about the gospel. If we can stay focused on the gospel and let you guys stay focused on the legal aspects and the minutiae of ministry, I think together we can do well. Yeah, And so I encourage all of my pastors, I'm encouraging all of you who are listening and watching this, uh, be part of it, be, get a, a part of, of ADF, uh, join in there. We've got a reduced price. I think if it, I'm not mistaken, uh, Harrison, it does, there's a gradation of a, of size of church and so forth. Yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you're a huge church, 2000 plus, uh, it's not, it's, you'll not pay more than $3,200. That's just an amazing thing. If you're a church of, uh, uh, up to 150, it's 200 bucks. If you're 150 to 500, that's 400 bucks. That is cheap 
cheap, cheap, cheap folks. That's, you know, that's like a dollar a person in your attendance. Yeah. It's, it's no big deal, but I'm telling you, if you ever get caught in one of these situations and you don't have legal representation, it's going to be a lot more than a dollar a person. And, yeah. uh, but the main thing is you protect us and keep us from getting in those situations at the best that we can. And I, and I, I strongly encourage pastor leaders, uh, check with, uh, Alliance defending freedom and, uh, or just call here the office and speak to Jamie. We'll give you a promo code. It's called BSCM 20. And, uh, that'll help you with some, uh, price breaks and all that, because we already are connected with ADF. Harrison, am I doing a good job with that? Is, do you you nailed it. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. And, and uh, to, to piggyback off of what you said of, you know, our, our goal also is for you to be focused on the gospel and to take this stuff off of your plate, off of your mind, so you can sleep well at night, knowing that whatever may come, you're ready, you're prepared, because you've done that proactive work that ADF's helped you through. And listen, we, I'm not an attorney. I just plug you into the attorneys. I realize doing document review is like doing your taxes or getting a root canal. Oh, yeah. I can't handle it. I can't. I, nobody wants to do it, but you have to do it. And you can have the top attorneys in the country. I don't care if you're a church of 12. You have the top attorneys in the country working on this so that it's done. Now you can focus on the gospel because all Satan's got to do is to distract you. He doesn't have to shut you down. Just distract you so you don't ever talk about these things that matter. So we can help you through this for and, and do it very quickly. Yeah, that's part of the devil's program and plan. He doesn't have to destroy us. He doesn't even have to take us out. He doesn't have to really hurt us very badly. But if he can distract us from the call of the gospel, then he's winning. So guys, let's not let him distract us. Let's stay focused on the gospel. Utilize the services of ADF. I think it's going to make a, a huge difference in you and help all of us as we plan for the future and we deal with our culture today. Well, folks, thank you for listening today. We appreciate it. We, Harrison Smith has been with us. He's from Alliance Defending Freedom. He's the regional director and uh, has been giving us some great advice on how we as churches and individuals can prepare and deal with uh, what's going on in our culture and society today and make sure that we stay safe and we stay in ministry and doing what God has called us to do, and that is sharing the gospel. Harrison, thank you for being with us today, my friend. And thank you for all the help that you give us here in Michigan. This has been Punching Holes in the Darkness, a podcast from the Baptist State Convention of Michigan. If you have liked this episode, please rate us and leave a review. That will help others to find us and enjoy these conversations too. And If you subscribe, you will be notified when new episodes are available. Join us next time as we help Michigan churches punch holes in the darkness.